None of us have ever experienced anything like this, is this feeling that we are all in this together. I think the world is really needing leaders to step up. The more you suppress things, the more it's going to blow up. So we're looking for positive outlets. This is the Coaches Council. We are six elite coaches dedicated to serving and ending personal struggle for high performers in business, health, and relationships. As a collective, we have built and helped build six, seven, and eight-figure businesses, dominated multiple industries, coached and played in pro sports leagues, and developed the strongest, most intimate relationships. This isn't your average podcast. It's for the hungry, the dedicated, the doers, for those that have a dream and truly want that dream to become their everyday reality. Those that want to take action, leave their ego at the door, and own every level of their life. If that's you, then step into the Coach's Council as we rewrite the truths to living a high-performance life. Welcome back, everybody. Another week of the Coach's Council, where we are here to end suffering in everybody out there to make sure that we can operate at that high-performance life that we all know we deserve. Today, we're hoppering into what now? We've just been set for another 30 days in isolation, um, and we're coming up on some unprecedented times that uh, can majorly affect our business, uh, our personal health, definitely that mental state, uh, and the relationships in which we're operating in. Uh, Fortunately enough, as you now know, we have some of the best coaches around to help make sure that we can function at that high level. All right, guys. So, The biggest thing that I've been hearing from a lot of my clients is they're entering in this state of unfamiliarity. I want to touch on that for a second here because whether it's your business uh, or whether it's that uh, being in that house all together at once, what does unfamiliarity do to us and what's that initial response that we usually take there? Craig, I know you've had a lot in uh, uh, public um, uh, battle with anxiety and that's what's brought you to where you are now. And Uh, What does that do to us from that anxiety level? Well, I think that there's a lot of anxiety that is caused by uncertainty. And the uncertainty, and we can get to this later on, is really you're helped through that by having a very clear vision of where you want to get to. But in the moment, in the moment, people, humans tend to hit the panic button and we kind of overreact to one side. But I'll tell you what, if if you are keeping your problems inside, that's what was the big problem with me. And that's what causes a lot of anxiety is we let the anxiety engine rev and our wheels spin and our mind race. And, but if we keep that inside and don't have a proper outlet to get through that and to vent it out, whether it's both physical and getting outside and then also in terms of journaling or talking it out to get our mental uh, thoughts outside, then we can really end up in a lot of trouble. So the more you suppress things, the more it's going to blow up. So we're looking for positive outlets when somebody's in this situation. What are those positive outlets that uh, we've been able to do? I know, uh, John, you're huge in being able to write things down and physically get everything that Craig talks about that's in your head and onto paper. Uh, What are some things that you've been working with your clients on in that realm, I guess, if you will? pressing the the difficulty of what anyone is experiencing during this time for me and for so many of my clients writing things down um 
whether some people do really well with lists. Tim Ferriss talks a lot about uh, like his making worst case scenario lists. And uh, I tend to, I tend to move through things using rhetoric and, and sort of starting with what is, what is the feeling that I have and then breaking down why I might be feeling it, what I can do to move through that, whether it is just like moving my body energetically, the, the uncertainty uh, is is very great right now, and I know that there's this big push to focus on controlling what you can control, and that is certainly important for some people. It's as simple as making the bed and organizing the cabinets. For other people, it is limiting the amount of information that is coming in about about what's happening because there is a lot of uh, stuff that you can't control. But the thing that helps my clients the most is is connection. And during this time, um, people love the, you know, to sit, I, I think we all have this, this need to sit in, in the, the pain of it and until it gets real enough to fix. But I, I think that not sitting in it alone is helpful. So doing Zoom calls with friends, um, you know, writing things down that are intended to be shared book clubs and anything that gives you a sense of connection to help you realize you're not going through this alone. And if there's, if there's one interesting sort of benefit to being in in isolation or quarantine during this particular time, this is no, none of us have ever experienced anything like this. This is, it's a global phenomenon and it is this feeling that we are all in this together. And so anyone to whom you speak will have, will be having their own experience of this. And I think being really upfront about what, what's coming up for you and, and the things with which you're struggling, having, uh, outside outside feedback on that is very helpful and so some people like, like, like john we like you know that you're a great point and like we are literally in the craziest movie we've ever watched we are living it we are yeah. living it i think one of the greatest points that john said there is that nobody has dealt with this before so it, it is helpful for the control and all that sort of stuff but this is one giant human experiment and the connection where people can share what's working for them. And, and also, you know, for a guy like me, it's not so bad to be isolated, but <laughs> I mean, so many people, so many people are the exact opposite of me and you're, you're cutting off, like it's almost like cutting off an oxygen to them. And so providing that safe space for like-minded individuals is huge. That's a great point, John. Thank you. And I think that's exactly what, Brian, you've been able to do so well. Like you happen to own a flourishing gym in, in California that is built on this, is built on community, is built on interaction with people. Craig, I know you own Fit Body Bootcamp uh, locations, I think three of them. And yeah. What have you guys been able to do to, to adapt? And, and that's kind of what we're going to get into here in a second is so many of my clients have come to me and we talk about all these things, but they don't even know the first step to take. They're just paralyzed through that sympathetic nervous system of fight, flight, or freeze. And they're choosing to stay there, choosing to live there. So what have you guys been able to do in order to completely counteract what is so natural to us, as John pointed out, was switch to be in connection with people? You know, it's a... Uh the fitness industry is obviously uh, an interesting place right now. And 
and it's it's like you said. Really, we, we there's four things that are going to happen when when there's uncertainty. People are going to either retreat, they're going to complain, they're going to take no action, or they're going to fight and they're going to take action. And now we know that the first three provide nothing. Retreating doesn't get you anything. Uh, complaining doesn't get you anything. And doing nothing also is a choice. It doesn't get you anything. Um, so us for for us. Whenever we want, whenever we adapt, we first must look at the lessons. So adapting without understanding what we're learning in the process can make you very reactive. So the faster that you can learn the lessons about yourself as a leader, number one, to make the right decisions about whether the people you're serving, your friends, your teammates, your your, your coworkers, the situation, that that sets you up for a better position to adapt. Because when you adapt, you need to strategize because it adapting with no strategy is just reacting. It's patchwork. And so this is a great opportunity for so many of us to learn the lessons that were being taught that really showed us the holes in our business that we didn't know that were there before that now just expose some of those things and to see what we really need to focus on. You know, anybody who I really feel is in the service industry, definitely any coach. And I've talked about this for years and I've, I've really drove it into my staff's ears so much this last couple, couple of, uh, a week say, guys, this is what I've been talking about for the last nine years. So we are in the business of personal accountability and connection. Our own company mission is to connect people to their passion, purpose, potential, and like-minded people. And in no way, shape, or form in our fitness industry or our, in our gym does it say lift the most weight, uh, do the most jumping jacks, none of that stuff. We are in the business of human connection. And now more than ever, we're just tested in a different space and platform. And so for us, it was about how do we, how do we create the right environments based on technology, the resources that we have so that we can be resourceful to give people what they really signed up for to pay us for in the first place. They, they hired us to keep them accountable. They hired us to follow up with them. They hired us to engage them. They hired us to connect with them. That is, and I know the same type of business that, that Craig's in, it's not like someone just does this, you know, our type of clients and, and a lot of people's clients aren't the type of clients who just want to go and YouTube and get free workouts anyway. So just offering that, that people are giving right now. Anyway, it's like, I, I've been giving free content out for the last five years, but no one's paying me for that stuff. That's just part of what you got to do to serve people. So now really, we're going to see who's the real deal, who really understands the business they're really in about accountability, service, follow-up, uh, daily messages, all that type of stuff. And uh, I think those are the ones that are really going to flourish and adapt really fast. So for us, you know, we we're on six live, uh, just jumping out of one here. I'll jump into another one, six live, uh, live 60 minute sessions a day and seven days a week. And, and attendance, the crazy thing is attendance for us is matched, if not some days bigger than others, because it's accessible to people. And obviously people can do it at home. So you have to find the right ways that matter the most to your clients. And if you don't know what your ideal client needs the most, then that's the biggest lesson that people are going to learn right now more than anything. I think you hit it on the head, Brian, was because you said something there and it was identifying what holes are in your business. And for so many of us and a lot of the clients I've worked working with is they've fallen into this state of complacency. And by definition, unfamiliarity is the quality of not being known or recognized. And for a lot of it, if we're not understanding what foundationally is going on within our business, because we've created this, animal, this organism that's living and breathing, we're working in it rather than on it. And I know Craig talks about that all the time. 
The Coaches Council is powered by Canine Brands, an all-natural, pure CBD company without THC that encompasses our passion for health, wellness, and fitness. Visit canibrands.com and use promo code TOGETHER30 to enhance your wellness journey. Pradeep, I want, what do you usually talk to your clients about in terms of, in this time, how do you identify getting uncomfortable? How do you identify moving on through that uncertainty, through that unfamiliarity, and creating something new? How do you get them to really take that first step? Because as all of us know in coaches of personal development, um, business coaching, relationship coaching, mental coaching, mindset coaching, it's all about being able to take that first step and stepping into the unknown, stepping into the forest, stepping into the fear, leaning into it, what does that look like? What does that look like for that first step? Yeah, for me, I've been working morning till late working with entrepreneurs and business owners. I don't think I've ever been so busy in my entire life here. So it's been really interesting to see people's mentalities. And I think we've been programmed a certain way because if you take a look at where we are today, it's because we've been watching movies like uh, like Contagion and, and these series like The Walking Dead that everybody's just kind of contracting and saying, oh my God, life is over. But we actually have to take the complete opposite approach because I think if we really understand what's happening here is if from an economic standpoint I'm going to talk about, it's because people are contracting. They're not spending as much. And every time we do that as business owners, the recession gets worse. So instead of contracting, we really need to strategize and say, okay, how can we actually expand ourselves, whether we're people or as a business? Because once you start thinking about it from that perspective, you can actually start making investments that when things are actually start to get better, you're going to be way ahead of the game. And I think the other thing too is, and uh, the gentleman talked about it, Craig talked about it, John talked about it, and Brian talked about it. You know, leadership is very important right now. And I think the world is really needing leaders to step up. And I keep getting this comment um, from people because I work specifically with men and men's leadership is that the guys need to step up because I, I hear guys talking about, okay, I got my gun locked and loaded. You know, I got a month's worth of food and, uh, you know, I'm ready to rock. If anybody comes to my property, it's like, whoa, hold on, buddy. Why don't you just talk about how you can help your neighbor? I just you know, wanted if, a loaf of bread. Yeah. Why don't we just go out there and think about the other people around us? Because I think it's just a shift in mentality about giving and expanding versus contracting. Because if we all just take a look at maybe a couple of our neighbors we wouldn't get into this mindset. And I think that's where the challenge comes in. It's not just uncertainty at the personal level, it's uncertainty at the society level. Like as a community, people are uncertain. The government is uncertain. You know, we got top leaders that are completely uncertain. And we're getting all of this information right now from all these different sources that we as I think the normal everyday human beings, the guys out there, the head of their families, for example, just need to step up and say, okay, we got this. We'll get through this. Because my wife asked me, Go ahead. So, so I was just going to say, my wife's in, in uh, she's working at Sunnybrook Hospital, which is right in the, the epicenter in Toronto here, dealing with the patients. And she comes home because she's testing some of these patients and she's just like, you know, when is this going to be over? And I don't have that answer for her, but I do have one thing. And I say, you know what, we're going to get through this. And that's the only clarity that she needs to really put herself at ease. And I think that's what we need to focus on is just having that clarity of, hey, look, we're going to get through this and we're going to get through this together. Do you feel like as men, though, a lot of times we put this unnecessary pressure on ourselves to be the problem solvers and rather than being able to step back, like we're talking about here in this first step, is really understand 
again, take that step back, get out of, I, I always talk about in a lot of my mindset coaching, there's a primitive state and there's a performance state. Within that primitive state of being, we act out of anger, pain, shame, guilt, fear, and it comes in the form of anxiety. It comes in the form of depression. It comes of in the, in the form of reacting rather than in that performance state, acting out of passion, love, joy, um, ingenuity, creativity, vibrance, vitality, energy, and being able to just get into this mindset of gratitude and being able to act from there rather than having to have the exact answer and putting that pressure on us to know exactly what it is that we need to do. So that first step, I think, is, is really stepping back and understanding the situation we're in. Yeah, you know, I, and it's a great point. And it's, you know, it's, 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 it's cliche, but it's so true. You know, crisis reveals character. And part of these holes that I'm talking about that you're going to learn in your business, you're also going to learn the holes that you have inside you that you've got to focus on as well. You've got to see how much empathy you really have. You know, we, we talk about all this stuff. We see a lot of beautiful Instagram quotes and social media sayings, but now is a real test to see if you really live it, if you understand it, if you're really connected to those things. And so I think that this pressure that everybody's feeling, and I had a big, long uh, talk with our entire community on, on our Sunday huddle is that right now with the mindset and like you're talking about Pradeep is that this idea of expansion versus contraction is understanding that this pressure we're feeling is a privilege. You know, it's a privilege to be able to be under this much pressure because what this weight is, this is the weight that is on our character right now. This is the weight that how we're going to, how we're going to be defined on how we handle this. This is how we're going to communicate. This is how we're going to internalize things. This is going to be the difference between, you know, us creating those stories in our head and going down that path of positivity or negativity. And it's not about just being so positive, like, oh, skipping down the road. No, being, there's, there is a reality of some, of some battles that need to be fought. But you've got to go in it with the right level strategy, the right level head, and and learning about yourself in this process is going to be the biggest is going to be the biggest thing for people. And so, um, I, I think you're spot on, and I think that's this is where, where it's really going to you know give you a chance to see the areas you need to work on. Those are the areas you need to work on, and don't force it. Don't be fake because now everybody can tell who's a real leader and who's just spewing out stuff that sounds good. And the real leaders now are actually doing much less talking. Like, I don't have time. Like, like I don't have time to be making videos all day long. My ass is in the battle every single day, in the trenches, doing workouts or just connecting. And so it's a whole different way of action now that we're seeing. So, um, yeah, I think it's, uh, that's really the big, the big wake-up that we're seeing personally. What does that strategy look like? We've talked about that a lot through this and it's all about being real. It's all about being authentic. It's pulling out those values that a lot of times I think we preach like you had just talked about, Brian. It's so easy to talk and, and, and be everything happens for a reason. Life's happening for you and not to you when everything's going well, when everything's good. But what is that strategy that anybody taking can immediately go and start implementing steps one, two, and three, and not saying that it's going to be one, two, and three easy, but it's one, two, and three simple that you can go and do the deep work, do the intrinsic work, do the things that matter that are going to move the needle forward during this time for you and your business and your family and you personally. So I think one of the big things, and and if you take a look at us on this podcast, I think one of the biggest things that we can do um, as human beings is align with the right people. I think that's the first step because you can either watch the news, 
Um, you can listen, go on Facebook and look at everybody's posts, or you can get out there and actually connect with the right people that can actually help you and actually need the help themselves. I think that's the first thing that we need to do. The second thing is really get into that growth mindset because this is, and I'm going to talk about it from a business standpoint, this is the biggest opportunity probably for guys like us in our lifetime to really grow, expand our businesses and pick up other businesses as well. So we have to take a look at that from that standpoint. So yes, society, it's, people are taking a hit. Yes, there's people that are getting sick. That's our first priority. We really need to go out there and actually make sure people understand we got to be healthy, first of all. But this is an opportunity for us to actually move forward in our businesses and be able to actually, if, if you're a go-getter out there, this is a perfect opportunity for you. If you feel like you're suffering, then I highly recommend you align with other people that can help you get out of that challenge yourself because there's a ton of great people like you guys out there that can provide some great insight and advice and actually help people get out of these challenges. Well, Pradeep, that's exactly right. Like It goes right back to that uh, abundance versus minimization uh, mindset where we want to pull back, we want to hold everything together, where in actuality, in times like this, this is when the most millionaires, billionaires, and success has been seen, was in the Great Depression, was in 08, 09, was during 9-11, during these times of recessions, these times of crisis, where people have been able to serve people. They've been able to take that mind of the warrior and heart of the servant and really be capitalized to be able to get everything out to people that they truly need to see. And that, that's what I've been telling my clients from right through this past couple of weeks is it's do not clam up, be that person, own it, step up and before we act, take a step back, check ourselves, understand what it is that's going around us. Don't try to solve the problem, but try to be the leader that can help bring like-minded people together, bring a vision to fruition, because this is, there's never been a greater time to reach out to people and to give them lifelines and people are grabbing them everywhere. And if we have that 1% of people, if we have the high performers listening here, stepping up and grabbing that opportunity, it's going to maybe not pay dividends today, tomorrow, next week, next month, but next year, two years, three years, four years down the road, this is the opportunity to really take advantage. And Craig, I think you talked about this a lot when um, you were saying, you have this saying all the time, people highly, or maybe it's Bedros, but people, people highly overestimate what they'll get done in a year, but underestimate what they can get done in five. And it's that consistency and that discipline that at the end of the day is going to drive everything forward. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where that quote comes. Bedros says it quite a bit, whether it is Bill Gates or someone, whoever said it, it doesn't matter. I think the most important thing here is that at the end of the day, if somebody knows their core values and they know the vision for their life, where they are trying to get to, then in reality, this, this simply doesn't change much on the day to day. Am I going to quit? No, of course not. Of course, I'm not going to quit. I'm not a quitter and I'm moving in this direction. I was always moving in that direction. Um, a lot of people, I, I love how Brian was talking about, hey, people you know, in good times put up all those quotes. Well, yeah, now it's time to live those quotes and it's time to think back, like think of those movies that you watched where you're like, man, that's so amazing that, you know, Schindler's List, you know, he, he helped save all those people. And now it's like you're living your own opportunity 
to have that impact. And you can either sit at home and watch TV and, you know, yell at the computer screen or whatever it is, or you can be very unselfish in this time. And if your core values and your vision are lined up and you are well aware of them, you're going to make the right decisions here because that's, that's what keeps me going through it. That's what kept Viktor Frankl going through it at the end, right? Everybody should go back and read Man's Search for Meaning. I've always said that should be mandatory reading for high school people in every country and around the world. If you understand that, then you're going to make the right decisions acutely for your family, greater for your community, and then even greater for the world. Unbelievable, guys. Well, I mean, that's you summed it up so well, Craig. That's what it all comes down to. And for all you guys listening, vision, values, and action. That's what it stems from. That's where uh, what's going to bring us out of this. And this is what's going to help you be better, not today, tomorrow, but next week, next month, and next year. Thanks, everyone, for making the time. Now it's up to you to step up, take action, stay hungry, stay humble. See you next week.